Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane. I'm your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we are going to talk about babies that don't want to take a bottle, or who refuse to take a bottle, or who fight a bottle, or whatever. If they could yes, throw it across like the a, room, they would throw it across right. the room. Whatever. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. A day doesn't go by where somebody is like, oh, my God, I have to go back to work and my baby won't take a bottle. Like, that's scary. It is. It you is. You think, oh, my God. Well, you know, you're going to have to bottle feed and you won't drink out of this bottle. Like, that's scary. Yeah. And I, you know, I have. I, I never I my child. So, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I wonder if it's like a difference because my first son was I supplemented with formula with him from day one. Mm-hmm. So he really didn't like know any better. Right. He drank from it. Fine. I wonder, is there a difference between a baby who like is starts off day one or like, you know, three months down the line, it's like, okay, now you need a bottle. Cause mommy's got to go back to work. Is there a difference or so, is it just some babies do it and some don't? This is what I have seen. Now, if you're if you have never given your baby a bottle because everybody gives you that fear factor of, oh, my gosh, if you give a bottle, your baby will never breastfeed. again. Yes, the nipple confusion, which, which we have an episode on already talked about was, yeah. you know, but so you will get that moms that'll say, well, I didn't want to, you know, ruin anything. If you get to like four five, six months, I really do think and you try to give a bottle and the baby's like, um. I don't think so. Like, I really mm-hmm. do think that at that point that the baby's kind of like, no, I really don't want this bottle. Like at that mm-hmm. age, they can have a little bit more control over what it is that they're doing. Yeah. When they're baby babies, they do not. So if you have a a baby, like if your baby is like newborn, six weeks, eight weeks, you're trying to go back to work at 12 weeks um, and the baby is still not taking a bottle, there's something going on with your baby. I don't want to be like, oh my gosh, something's going on with your baby. But there is probably some other issue that is keeping them from being able to take the bottle well. Okay, so my neighbor who just had the who just had the baby, who I am talking about a lot now because it's the baby in my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Everybody has to have one. She, I know. I read, I'm like, hey, it's a baby in my life. Cool. Uh, she, he is one month. Exactly one month. Okay. And she is going to go back to work next month. And so she's like, oh, let me, you know, let me start trying this. Try it out. The baby will not take a bottle. The, the, she left the baby with the dad. Was like, you know, give it a try while I'm gone. And dad tried and tried and tried. And baby was not having it. Okay. So usually what I will say to mothers when they call me about this. If I'm doing like a little thing on the phone. Is I'll ask them, okay, how did you try? Did you... Mm-hmm. What kind of bottle was it? Have you tried different nipples? Sometimes it really does have to do with the nipple on the bottle. And mm. if they don't like the nipple. So if, if you say, for example, mom has kind of shorter, flatter nipples and you give her a bottle, you give the baby a bottle that's got one of those long, thin nipples on it. Like they're mm. going to gag on that. You know, like they're going to they're not going to like the way that feels. Some babies like the fuller bottle top that's, you know, like silicone. Some babies don't like it really. It can depend on what that nipple feels like in their mouth. So if mm-hmm. they have a pacifier, 
I always say try to do get a bottle that looks like the pacifier because that mm-hmm. will they'll probably be a little bit better with that. Um, how were you doing it? Was it dur- already during a fussy time? Because, you know, some babies have that horrible, like, evening fussiness time. Was it during mm-hmm. that time where they're like uh, saying no to everything and fussing and crying over everything? Mm-hmm. Um, was it what were you doing with the baby? What position were you holding them in? I have found, too, that if you walk with them, that that tends to work a little bit better because it's distracting. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're older, like maybe eight weeks or more, sometimes if you hold them out so like you can they can see what's going on around them. That sometimes is a little bit better. Um, it If you do all of those things and it's still not working, then I usually ask, okay, what happens when you put the bottle in the baby's mouth? Do they chomp on it? Does it roll around? Do they gag? Like what, what do they do when you put the bottle in yeah. there? Um, and if they, if the mom tells me, well, they don't really know what to do and, or it's just kind of like they chew on it, roll it around around their tongue. Um, I had this one mom. Oh, my God. It was so funny. She called me because the baby wouldn't take a bottle. It was the same thing. Going back to work. She was starting to panic. And I'm like, what happened? And she goes, she acts like she's gagging. And I'm like, well, she is gagging. Like, <laughs> she was like eight weeks old. Not even eight weeks old, I don't think, because I think she was going back to work at eight weeks. I'm like, she really is gagging. She's gagging. Yeah. Your baby's not going to pretend to gag at six weeks old so that they can get out of taking a bottle. Like, that's not... <laughs> It's not going to happen. So and with you that, take baby, the baby's behavior at pretty much face value. Yeah. <laughs> so and then really like that's literally what she said to me. So at, and that particular baby, it was a tongue tie issue that was never recognized because the baby breastfed well. Oh, so okay. I sent yeah, this her. Baby, I think this baby is breastfeeding pretty well. Yeah. So I sent her to um, a really great ENT. And it was funny because he called me and he goes, are you sure about this? Because the baby's nursing really well. I go, yeah, do it. Cause he, he won't take a bottle. And he was like, are you, I'm like, yes, just do it. And he did it. And like a week later, the mom was like, Oh my God, the baby's taking a bottle. It's going great. Now we can go back to work. Huh. So sometimes it's something like that. Um, I have absolutely had babies with suck, swallow motor coordination problems that were, okay with breastfeeding, but bottle feeding was a whole different story. It's very instinctive for babies to breastfeed. And I think if people all of a sudden go, oh, well, they can breastfeed. Why can't they take a bottle? They can bottle. Why can't they take the breast? Like, it's not the same thing. It's so different. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very different thing. And if they're breastfeeding well, that doesn't mean they're going to do everything well. That means instinctively they can breastfeed. They figured that out, they can't figure out how to do the other thing. And that's not because there's anything like wrong with that. It's just that's not what they're doing. So they have to be taught, you know, they have to be taught how to do that. So if they're really not like if they're completely refusing, you're still in that younger phase before like three months or so before four months, especially I would call in somebody. I would definitely call a lactation consultant, call somebody because there's there's a reason why they can't take the bottle. And sometimes you have a situation like with you where in the very beginning in the hospital, they had to supplement or whatever, and they had a couple of bottles early on. And then breastfeeding started going better. So they stopped giving the bottles altogether. And then they went, wanted to try to give a bottle again, and the baby wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I really do feel like they just couldn't make that switch again. You know, like it was just yeah. too hard. Once they got used to doing, you know, what's instinctively right for their body, they couldn't make that switch back, especially if there's a motor issue going on. So, which really is not uncommon. And you can listen to our birth trauma 
episodes because we talk a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but please do not take the gu- kind of guidance from somebody who says to you, just let them go hungry because they'll eat when they're hungry. They're not going to starve themselves. Like that's, again, your child at the age of eight weeks, 12 weeks, they're not doing this on purpose to spite you. They're really yeah. not. It's really important to remember so, that, that don't let them, you know, everybody says, just send them to daycare. They'll eat when they're hungry. I mean. So what does mom do if she's got about to go back to work and still this baby's not taking a bottle? If the baby's not taking, definitely call somebody in or you definitely call a lactation consultant. Have somebody assess what's going on because it you really. Call, you can do this. Can you do your co- online consultation? Oh, yes, with yes, this? absolutely. I could totally do an online consultation with something like this. Um, because I could see, I'd be able to see like just by what the baby's doing with that bottle and talking to the mom, what, mm-hmm. what you'd need to do. Um, and sometimes it's about, you know, the, the motor coordination. That's hard. It's a lot. Yeah. Of, it's a lot. And people think, oh, bottles are so easy. But babies really need to completely switch how they suck and swallow and breathe and everything to take that bottle. It's not as easy mm-hmm. as we think it is. Yeah. And you say you were saying before, like the baby's not going to you're the baby's, you know, they're not they're not just going to eat when they're hungry. Right. Because if they're not going to take the bottle, they're not going to take the bottle. Right. Or if they can't take the bottle, then they can't take the bottle. But on the but on the other hand, don't try to bottle feed them. Like you breastfeed the baby and then you're like, okay, I got to go try to give a bottle. And then like a half an hour later, dad's trying to give a bottle or caregivers trying to give a bottle. Like they're, they're not hungry. Right. Absolutely. You know, like we talked about that with like go that in the episode of going back to work mm-hmm. of like, you know, you're going to, you're going to want to like wait a little bit to like see or like for them to actually be hungry. Cause right. they could just be like, get, ugh. You know, leave me alone. I'm trying to go to sleep or whatever. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a it's definitely a balancing act, you know, like bottles and how much to give in a bottle and how how's the baby going to take the bottle and are they yeah. taking it OK. Um, if it gets to be like, you know, five months, six months, something like that, and you're really struggling with a bottle, I always, you know what, go to go to a cup at that age. Like, oh, yeah, you can just yeah. put the milk in a sippy cup and try that route instead of a bottle. Because yeah. it it's better in the long run anyway. But that's always something that you can try. Um, but really pay attention to what the baby is doing when you're trying to give that bottle. Are they trying to, like, not take it? Are they trying to, um, are they spitting it out? Are they pushing it out? Some babies are, like, really significant tongue thrusters. And they just <laughs> thrust their tongue, you know, like, and I'll usually ask moms too, if they say the baby won't take a, p- a bottle, I'll say, do they have a pacifier? And almost every time they'll say, no, they won't take a pacifier or they keep spitting it out. They just don't want it. I'm like, they probably yeah. can't, they can't figure out how to hold it. Um, so these things are things that lead me to believe that there's some other kind of either a tongue tie situation or a motor coordination thing happening or a suck swallow coordination thing happening. Okay, and then so what do you do about that? Like if you were going to if somebody was is listening to this and is like, "Oh god, you know, my baby's, you know, not taking this bottle and they're listening and they're they're like, "Okay, I think we need to call in a lactation consultant." And so they call you. They call me. What's going to happen? I if I think that that's what's going on, then I will tell that I'll ask them like cuz here in Rochester, 
we have a great infant feeding clinic where there are speech therapists that are that specialize in feeding infants feeding issues in infants and they will completely turn those babies around like Mm. and it's amazing and we have a great working relationship i have a great working relationship with these speech therapists because they you know they don't necessarily get they they have the basics of the breastfeeding piece but um they really can tell like how the baby, if the baby sucking isn't working well, if their coordination is off. I mean, I can tell that by working with the baby, but they can, they have exercises that they can show moms and dads to do with the baby to get them more coordinated and get their sucking working again. But I also do have suck exercises that I've passed along to moms to do with babies to try to get Mm. them to that place. If they don't have somebody that they can go to on their own. Um, it might be worth it to find out if there's somebody like that in your area, you know, is some kind of um, like PT infant feeding clinic or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great. Like they don't just work with babies. They work with, you know, kids that have sensory issues mm-hmm. that don't like certain food textures, like all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's it's important because if your baby's not taking a bottle and there's some underlying reason why, when you get to solid foods, that might be quite a challenge. If they can't move that food back or if they have like a hyper gag reflex and mm. they're just gagging on everything that comes in their mouth that's not a soft breast, then there's going to be a problem with solid foods. So it's it's definitely better to try to see, find this stuff out sooner rather than later. Yeah, and if, right. you're, if you're just like, okay, the baby won't take a bottle, they just don't want it, and you just kind of like bury it under the rug and, you know then that you're that's going to come back somewhere along the way i feel like cuz i'm telling you babies are not like okay i'm just not well, going to do what, it yeah that's the same with like i mean just like a basic tongue tie like if right. you know it, it could that can eventually it affects like like you said solid foods or speaking teeth development yeah all of these things can yeah um so are there things that like okay so so say a mom you know, try or whoever tried to feed a bottle and it didn't work. Like, I mean, how many times are we going to try before we call a lactation consultant? What are some things that we can do before we're calling the lactation consultant and realizing that maybe there is like a deeper issue rather than something that we can do deal with at home? So there's a couple things I always have moms try. One is to change the bottle nipple. If they haven't done that already, try different type bottle types. And okay, see if so that helps. can you just can you just go? I mean, I know. Do you have to buy like a whole? Can you just buy? You could just buy nipples, right? Yeah, you can just buy nipples. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. or buy. So you could like, just try. Ask, ask a friend. Some of those are ridiculously it. expensive too. I know. Yeah, just like yeah. Yeah, if you boil it, it's fine. Right. If you're um, like in a mom's group or something, ask because there's oh, you're always going to be able to find somebody else whose baby had a hard time taking a bottle. So they're mm-hmm. going to say this worked for me or that worked for me. So try different bottles if you haven't tried that yet. Try a different time of day and, and mm-hmm. a different position. Um, definitely make sure it's not a, a time where the baby's super fussy. Maybe it could be a time where the baby's sleepier. Let's try during that time when you're more likely to get a better response. And then we'll work up to the difficult times. But, mm-hmm. you know, we got to see what's going to work here. Um, some people swear that the mom should not be the one to give the bottle. 
And if yeah, you have somebody else giving the bottle and that's not working, then maybe have mom try. I've had people tell me that the mom was the only person that could give the bottle because mm-hmm. that's the person that does the feeding. Well, so, that's not going to help. Right. Because if mom has to go back to work, then. But we have to start somewhere. Well, so, they get the bottle in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get the bottle in the mouth and, and start somewhere. And then we'll manipulate into like other people giving it. But definitely try those things first. And see if, if that's all still not working, then I would call lactation consultant and find out. And you out. see those like funny memes on, on like Facebook. It's like a picture of like a dad giving a bottle and he's like, you know, my ba- baby only takes bottle from mommy and he's got like a bomb mask. Like yeah. They, <laughs> like a mask of the mom's face on his face or something. Yeah. Which they- is not going to work, but sometimes like doing a little bit like a little half and half like maybe give a little bit from the bottle and let the baby finish at the breast kind of like gradually working their way in Mm. i have also found too that sometimes it's helpful if you put the bottle in the corner of their mouth and roll it slowly towards the middle of their tongue that can sometimes help too um to kind of get them started there's a lot of like little tricks and nuances that, you know, we try to do with them to get them to go to do to take the bottle. But if you try and they just gag, 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 that's there's something else going on there. Or they really just chomp and can't figure out like how to get it to go. Especially mm-hmm. if a mom says to me, no, he doesn't cry or scream. He just like rolls it around and chomps on it and nothing's happening and I can't really get him to suck on it. OK, that's probably a suck coordination problem. Mm-hmm. Um. It's it's very frustrating because you don't really think about these things. You know, you think, okay, I'm just going to give my baby a bottle or breastfeed or one, you know, whatever. And it's going to be simple and easy. And and it's really it's it's not sometimes Um, a slow flow nipple. Always, always, always a slow flow nipple. And maybe don't wait until they're absolutely starving because that might not be that might. Then they're just too mad. frustrated, yeah, too yeah, mad and, yeah. and worked up. Um, so you might have to nurse them a little bit, take the edge off, and then try it with the bottle. Mm, but that's um, a good point. It's you, you definitely try like lots of different things. I have moms tried lots of different things, and if that's not working, then we say, okay, is this a is this a coordination problem? Is this a tongue tie issue that we need to figure out? I mean, I can't, you know, going back to work is stressful enough, you know, like you're already feeling like, or going back to work or whatever. I mean, I, I imagine like, you know, I, I think, I don't think I even, I, I mean, I, th- I didn't even try with Exley, but like with Jack, I, I probably got to some point where I was like, well, I'll pump some milk and put it I, after deciding not to go back to work. Well, I'll still pump some milk and have it in the freezer. And then like, maybe, you know, he could just use it if I ever go out or whatever. But like. And if he wouldn't take a bottle, it was kind of like no big deal because I already decided I wasn't going back to work. Right. But for somebody who has to go back to work and they have a date that they're going back to work and you're already so stressed out about filling that freezer with milk and, you know, finding a daycare provider. And then on top of all of that, the baby just won't take the bottle. I mean, it's yeah. got to be just so scary. Oh my gosh. Try earlier rather than later. And I mean, the, we always say, you know, Abby's heard me say this a zillion times. The first two weeks, if the baby's feeding fine, don't pump, nothing like that. Just enjoy your baby and relax and don't do anything else but nurse your baby. After that, if you want to introduce a bottle here and there just to make sure that the baby will take it okay, maybe one a week, one every other week until you get closer to going back to work. And then you can do like one a, one a week or one every three or four days. And then you work down to like one a day as you're getting closer to going back to work. But 
definitely don't wait until like the weekend before you're going back to yeah, decide oh, to yeah. like, you know, because you're afraid that the baby's not going to want to breastfeed anymore. That oh, is not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be the same, like the same level of planning that mm-hmm. goes in with filling that freezer with milk. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. And, and now I hate, like, I got to stop saying filling the freezer with milk. I have to stop saying it because that's not what you have to do. No, <laughs> you do not have to fill your freezer with milk. That is not necessary. But, um, you know, you got to plan ahead. You can't just say, oh, I got to go back to work tomorrow. So I got to pump all these ounces of milk. Like, you know, you're going to start weeks and weeks ahead of time. And you got to do the same thing with yeah. the bottle. And it doesn't have to be like every single feeding or, you know, yeah. you're giving bottle. It just, you just need to do it every once in a while to make sure that things are still going okay with giving that bottle. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's definitely really, and really so stressful. Yeah, I mean, so if somebody tried, like my neighbor, I'll go talk to her. I don't know how many times she tried. If it's ta- I feel like she tried one time. And so I think maybe with after you, she's tried one time, we could say like, well, let's not panic yet. No, 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 you know, not at all. Try a couple of things, you know, first. Yeah. There was, a, I remember very specifically, like when I had the twins, I did like with my first son, I think he had like five bottles his whole life. And Mm -hmm. that was because my dad was really sick and I was going to the hospital. So that was like the only reason why he even had those bottles. But with the twins, I needed the help. So they had, you know, they had more bottles. And Mm -hmm. every evening, my ex-husband would help me give a bottle to one of the babies just because, you know, we were doing the whole bath time and the bedtime and my other son and all this stuff. So they had one like once in the evening. I remember times where he would be like, he would have my daughter and he'd be trying to give her a bottle and she would just absolutely refuse. And he'd be like, just feed her because I'm not, I'm not fighting with her tonight. And I would just nurse her. But then the next night she'd take it fine. So it's like it just sometimes it just depends. Are they too sleepy? Are they too mm-hmm. overstimulated? Is it too much, you know, not hungry? Like it's it, the same thing with breastfeeding, right? right? Yeah. I absolutely. mean, like sometimes it's just not working. Right. And you need to just everybody needs to like take five. Right. And come back and it doesn't mean that it's not going to work. It just means yeah. that we need to maybe switch some things up or think about how you try. I always go to, you know, all right, what were you doing when you tried? Who was doing it? What position was the baby in? What was the situation at home? Like what was happening? Because maybe we just need to change that up mm-hmm. and it'll be fine. And once you get that one bottle in, then we can work with being able to give them in a regular setting or whatever. But we at least need to know what is the hold up. Yeah. It's yeah, it's definitely like I said, a lot of moms don't even think that this is gonna be a problem, which is why they don't give it right away. Yeah, you don't even right. You don't even think that yeah, because bottle bottle feeding is so normal. You know, it's like what all the babies are doing on TV. Uh-huh. It's like what all the you know, it's just like bottle feeding is so normalized in our culture that you don't even think like, oh, that would be a problem. Right. But it's not it's not biologically normal. It's not. No. So the baby's going to have to figure this out. Although breastfeeding is bio, well, but yeah, breastfeeding is biologically normal, but they still struggle with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, the chances of them even struggling with with a bottle is even more. And it, I mean, it happens. And I don't want people to like listen to this podcast and think, oh, but what about all those people that do bottle feed that never breastfed and their baby doesn't have a problem? You don't know though. And no, they, parents probably, they don't may, know. 
Yeah, they may have started off with lots of problems. Right. Or they might still be having a problem, but the mom might not know that that isn't what's supposed to be happening. You know, yeah. like there's a lot of times where I'll ask a mom, like, is a baby take you a bottle? How do they take the bottle? Because that'll give me a lot of information, too. If the mom says, yes, the baby takes a bottle. OK. Do they take it well? Does the milk leak down the front of their mouth? Oh, yeah. All the time. It's a mess. And some parents think that that's just normal and that's just what happens. But that mm. tells me the baby's not using their tongue properly and they're not moving that milk back to swallow and they're not keeping up with the flow of that bottle. That's mm. a problem. And that's why it's running down. It's pooling up and running down their mouth. But the parent might not realize that that's not supposed to be happening. You know, so it's like that's a bottle feeding problem. But people that are only bottle feeding might not think it's a bottle feeding problem. Yeah. I've, what is like what is the best position to bottle feed because i i feel like you always see people the babies kind of like laying on their back and the bottle feed it just seems like so not i'd be like i would not be able to swallow anything in that position right i flat on my back there was one time i was walking through i think it was coles do you have a coles yeah. Yeah. I think it was walking through Kohl's. I don't even remember. But it was in the shoe department, wherever I was. It was the shoe department. And the mom or whoever she was, maybe it wasn't even the mom, was sitting on like one of those benches that you put your shoes on. And yeah. the baby was laying across her knees. And she just had the bottle that like she wasn't even touching the baby. There was oh. like not even touching the baby. And I was thinking to myself like... I don't even think you could get further away from that baby and feed them. Like, I, you know, like I just don't, it, it just, it really struck me as being odd. Um, yeah. I think the best, well, in paste bottle feeding is really the best way to feed a baby a bottle. Even if you're breast, even if you're not breastfeeding, if you're a bottle feeding mom, the feeding them paste feeding so that slows down how much they're getting, they're having a chance to like swallow and, know that they're eating that's the best way to do it so in order to pace bottle feed you have to have them like sitting up and the bottle kind of like yeah. horizontal so that they have to actually suck on it and then you have to pull it out because if they're laying back and like in the cradle position and you just have that bottle like stuck in their mouth that milk is just going to flow in there and they're you know, sometimes they can't keep up with the flow. Sometimes they choke on it. Sometimes it's like sucks down so quickly that it's too much milk. Like there's a whole host of things that go on with that. So I would always say, like, put them upright. Yeah. Um, if they're older, like I said, facing them out, walking can help a lot to help them take it. It kind of that distraction of seeing other stuff going on around them. They might take it a little bit better. Mm. Um, but definitely for a younger baby, the paste feeding and, you know, nobody should be eating in five seconds. You know what I mean? Like, if a mom no, tells me, oh, right. my God, they can suck down that bottle in three minutes. Nobody should suck down a meal in three minutes. Like, I don't know why we think our baby <laughs> should be doing that. Like, I could do that, too. I, I know. Just, but like, I shouldn't. Right. I mean, think of how that makes you feel when you eat yeah. that quickly. And then they wonder, well, the baby's crying afterwards, so they must be still hungry. No, they're probably uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, and you can Google paste bottle feeding. I mean, we talk about this a lot. Yeah, we do talk about it a lot. Um, but that's definitely the way to go. But if you're and that's kind of once you get the baby to take the bottle. But sitting them up is definitely when they're younger, the better way to do it so that it's not pouring down their throat. But if you're having trouble, you can even reach out if you're not sure if what you're having, if you're struggling with bottle feeding um, and trying to get your baby to take a bottle and 
you're not sure if what's going on is them just being defiant or a <laughs> bottle issue or, you know, sometimes dads will try once and be like, they're not doing it. Forget it. You know, yeah. like it's, <laughs> it really like, and especially if you're not in the house and you say, okay, try to give a bottle. I'm going to go out. Like, you don't know what happened in the house. You don't know if he tried it once and the baby fussed for a second and they said, well, no, not doing it. Yeah. Um, right. So it really, you know, if you're unsure of what's going on, then just send us an email. I'll yeah, and we can hook you up with Diane yeah. too if you need a, a consultation. Yeah, because I'll totally, I'll totally figure out what's going on with your baby. Um, but a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. It's, it's uh, the birth trauma thing can impact some things, and it is, it is a lot of coordination on a baby to try to figure out how to do all this. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, just think about how hard breastfeeding is to begin with, and that's natural. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, so yeah, give us a call. I mean, send us an email. Don't call us. <laughs> um, definitely send us an email so that we can um, we can help you out. You know, if it's if it's a struggle because we don't want you. It's like Abby was saying. It's hard enough to go back to work. We don't want this to be one more thing that you're worried about. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, you see all those babies bottle feeding, but it it could be you. It can be one. You'll, it'll, that'll be you soon. Yeah. Just need a little work. Yeah. And we just need time to do that too. So, and we'll get there. Yeah. So let us know what you need. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's it. That's our, that's our bottle. Baby's not taking a bottle. What do we do about it? There's our spiel. So try some of those things. And if you need us, let us know. Other than that, that's it. See you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.